0: Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and WandaVision. We're going to be talking about WandaVision Episode 6, all new Halloween Spooktacular. Oh, fun titles. Fun title. I'm Alex. I'm Justin.
1: I'm Pete. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> Happy halloween Uh, So, as mentioned, we're going to be talking about episode six, a usual spoiler warning here. We're probably going to jump pretty much right into it. So go watch the episode. Come back here. We're going to be talking about highlights. We're going to be talking about Easter eggs. We're going to be talking about theories. Lowlights. Absolutely all that stuff. But first off, uh, we've been waking up pretty early to do this. I've been really appreciating this wake and Wanda.
2: You know what I'm talking Uh, about? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> Another US. day of waking Wanda man. I love
1: it. Kick
2: it yeah. off the weekend.
1: So hardcore, man. I it
2: get is up hardcore. Early. Now, Wanda. Pete,
0: it seems like I don't know if you want to talk about this here, but it seems like you were very emotionally affected by this episode. Well, it's Wanda just vision. crazy,
1: uh, you know, this kind of idea of living in a bubble and when you go outside of the bubble, uh, you know, all this crazy stuff can happen is just, you know, with everything that is happening right now, it's just kind of weird how uh, some friends seem to be, uh, you know, like bubble affected, others acting like there isn't a bubble. I, oh, I shit. Know. Is this it's, a
2: Pete? Are you having a Pete vision?
1: Yeah, it, it's just kind of it, the show is... Is 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 very crazy right now? Because I
2: feel it, a little bit like uh, Quicksilver. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Definitely have the hair.
1: I have the, exactly. <laughs> cool. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I would say you're the the fastest of the group. You know what I mean? You're a quick guy. You I won't can't shut believe the that, fuck up.
2: I can't believe that landed in a compliment. Oh, there it is. Okay, great. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And Wait, I guess Pete. Alex
2: is the Agnes.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> How's that,
0: good? It was, pretty it was good, good, actually, yeah. It was
2: too good to have just
0: done it <laughs> randomly. I've been yep. practicing for weeks at this point, six weeks. So, broad strokes about the episode. As you can tell from the title, this is the Halloween episode. It is set in the 2000s. We were... Whew, Did not see that coming Well, we were a little off in our guesses in terms of what this was Because at least for
2: the opening, very specifically Malcolm in the Middle A hundred percent, and I was not ready for that I guess what it was is, last episode we did the full house and uh, family ties There was a double, sort of a Mm -hmm. And this just jumped forward past where we thought And Malcolm in the Middle, wow, strong choice Strong
0: choice down to Billy and Teddy doing the narration directly to Cabra, which I thought was super
2: fun. Billy and Tommy? Tommy? I keep doing that in my head. Names are uh, hard. And I guess you're just not a comic fan like the rest of us. (laughs) Oh,
0: I'm sorry that I keep mistaking two members of the Young Avengers who have very similar
2: names. Don't try to flex with more knowledge to make up for your mistake. It doesn't work that way. Fair enough.
1: I'm having fun <laughs> This is great it's, uh,
2: Alex I didn't mean to do that It's the Pete vision He made me do it He made me do it I would never correct you like that Pete It's all Pete Yeah <laughs> So, Billy and Tommy doing the
0: narration you, directly to the camera. Can you
1: fucking move that wire that's right in the middle of your fucking shot? It's driving me nuts. <laughs> Who are you talking to? You, what you it, man. To you. The wire that's right running down the front of your fucking camera. It's driving me insane. The wire? Yeah. There's a, right this is there. great for
0: our audio podcast. Yeah. This thing over there? Yeah. Yeah, That's a beam a... of gorgeous light that is lighting <laughs> oh, me up, Pete. Jesus Christ. This is I cannot bed light the way that you can.
2: Wow. We see we can't do this this early in the morning because nothing makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lots going on this episode. Just a to branch through what's going on. Pietro is here now. It is Evan Peters from the X-Men series. So a lot of mystery that we'll talk about, I'm sure, in a moment. He seems to know what's going on in Westview. He is talking to Wanda about that throughout the episode. But he's also acting as the cool brother-in-law... Uncle dude hanging out with the kids. Kids start to develop their powers. Vision tries to make his way outside of Westview. It goes very poorly. And as a result, Wanda expands the hex, capturing Darcy as well as most of the members of S.W.O.R.D. Hayward makes it out with two people, probably that we don't 100% know Uh, Jimmy Woo and Monica Rambeau managed to make it out. They've had a break with S.W.O.R.D. this episode after they're kicked out. They are going to be... on a break! We're We're on on a break! break.
1: (laughs) They're going to meet
0: Monica's contact outside of Westview, so we'll probably pick up on that and I'm sure have some theories there. So outside of Westview, things getting real bad. Inside of Westview, things getting even worse. And it's still up in the air exactly who is behind this, who is controlling this, who is in charge, what is causing this. As we go through the episode uh, oh, We're going to speculate
2: Yeah, it, this this episode was uh, interesting It um, it started to, The format's starting to really fall apart The way this episode ended I was like, oh, that's not an ending place
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a very interesting ending Where I was like, wait, what? And then I was like is there something past the credits or something? Because mm-hmm. it feels like there should be a button of some kind. I
2: always watch all the credits, including the Dutch ones, because maybe that's where it's buried.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> nice. <laughs> you got to read all of them. That's the important uh, part. I, I've, I've learned so many Internet languages.
2: There. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: The I, I agree with you, but we've kind of talked about the structure of the season, and we're not going to fully know how it lands, obviously, until the final episode. But I do feel like here... We're kind of getting the end of the second act of the series, but also we're just kicking into high gear into the MCU movie. To my to my mind, it feels like this episode, the last three episodes, that's the MCU movie. The rest of it, there's no slagging off at all, but the rest of it was set up. That was setting up the House of Cards so that everything could start tumbling down this episode. And I think that's what we're going to see happening.
2: Yeah, and it is interesting. We talked about how the the different eras of television sort of uh, bend toward more realistic storytelling. And then uh, we did what we didn't say, and it makes total sense to make the jump into full movie storytelling, I think is, uh, to your point, what, what's happening here. But it makes for – it's not TV. It's fully uh, – so HBO. It, exactly. <laughs> wow. How dare you? Oh, You're about man. to get hexed uh, in a major way from the Disney Corporation. Um, but it, it does uh, – it makes for a whole – other way of telling the story. Like, we're just going to get little chunks of of movie, basically, I think, going forward.
1: Yay, movie chunks.
0: Yeah. So what jumped out to chunks. you uh, from the episode? What was something that you thought was particularly interesting or dramatically <clears throat> well, really, or plot-wise? Pete, I, what cars did you like?
1: I really identified with the crying lady who was, mm-hmm. like, putting up uh, just kind of, like, sp- Frozen in like a uh, one move thing where she was trying to put up Halloween decorations, you identified you, with her and yeah, are, I feel like because we're all like time is weird right now, so it's are like you oh, okay <laughs> Christmas yeah, <Peter>. is, <laughs> you know what I mean, like we're all in this loop that we can't stop, and it's just so weird, and uh you know, what are days anymore I mean it's it's I really identified with her in her single tier. Wow, that's.
2: Cr- I mean,
1: that was sort of the most haunting
2: moment mm-hmm. of the uh, episode. I think they did a good job of making it actually scary. Uh, there's, I don't think this is a purposeful connection, but it felt very Stranger Things to me. Mm-hmm. The vision sections here, uh, because it was just like the Halloween uh, connection and the way that they just went from very normal look, feeling and looking things into a very unsettling image imagery by just freezing people unfreezing them when you don't expect it. Yeah, that was
1: really, just seeing people kind of frozen there was very unsettling.
0: And I like how it hasn't exactly been a slow progression, but the progression through the episodes where they've let things fall apart, where we started to get hints that things weren't right, the reality was breaking down in little bits for the first couple of episodes, and then it felt like the lid got popped off there in that last episode, where it's With that moment where Agnes says, hey, do you want me to take it again? Where now we know there are people who are aware. They know they're in a sitcom. We get that from whatever's going on with Pietro this episode. We get it from Agnes. We also get it from Hugh. I believe that's the name of the character, which I thought was interesting. We got a little bit of that when he was trimming the hedges a couple of episodes back. But he seems to be on maybe the same kind of level of awareness as Agnes in terms of the sitcom world, uh, but also, like you're saying, with Vision walking out of Westview, seeing outside of wherever Wanda is, things are frozen and people are just trapped. And that's it. And that's uh, terrifying.
2: And while we're talking about this, maybe it makes sense to talk about the commercial, the mm-hmm. sort of Gogurt commercial, because that well, was yeah. ominous as well, um, where you have uh, some claymation characters. Um, he's just hungry, the kid on the island, and he gets a yeah. Yo! Magic... Um, yogurt mm-hmm. thing and just we watch him slowly die do you know how uh-huh.
1: hard it is to kind of peel off those things you know especially <laughs> when you're on a deserted sense. island I
2: know, exactly and i yogurt. was like if there's a character pete's gonna identify with it's the kid who can't open the yogurt oh
1: my god yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm that kid waiting for black widow to come out you know what i mean like it's just you know i'm mm-hmm. gonna slowly turn into a skeleton
2: <laughs> and pete i'll be down to your apartment to open your yogurts i'll just leave them outside you on your Front door. Well,
1: make sure you open them and then leave them. That's okay. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that would be. Right.
2: <laughs> Kids in the neighborhood walking by. Oh, there's the guy with a bunch of open yogurts. <laughs> <doorstep. laughs> what's your Crazy. main Pete. What's your main form of income? Oh, I open a friend of mine's yogurts and leave them. <laughs> <his>. Welcome, Matt. <laughs>
0: You know would so be a fun just surprise, say Justin? T- just to wrap it all together, fill one of those yogurt with a bunch of actual Black Widows. So people be mm-hmm. like, oh, fun. It's there a tie-in. It's a product yeah, yeah, yeah. tie-in. <laughs> I won't no. put that together. Uh, what do you think is going on there? Because I feel like a lot of the other commercials, if, if we're right, and this is, I think, the popular internet theory, is we're sort of progressing through Wanda's history with all of these commercials, all the traumatic events she's dealt with.
1: What what are you doing? What is this? thumb I, what, what, There's just the beam light, of it, light streaking down your thing, and it's just, I, it is. I I don't know how what to do with it, and it's just. Uh, I
2: will say, Alex, it, it, did you did you this. shoot a gun into the sky recently? Yeah. It looks <laughs> like a did you Yosemite
1: <laughs> Sam. It and just yeah. like happy to have Wandavision <laughs> this morning. Like
0: <laughs> I was just so excited about this episode of Wandavision. I was like, Oh, <laughs> darn it, them rabbits. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Do were you when you were looking for places to live, do were like, "Do you have a single beam of light that will come down into my basement?" I'm sorry. When you when you look for an apartment, you ask about the breathing holes, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm suffocating that's in here. I'm going to to
0: get air if there're
2: no uh holes what in what my apartment. <laughs> <hole>. <laughs> uh, that's that's great. Well, uh if we can move past the shaft of light. I imagine it's shining, it's shining down on, like, a button that says, like, upload or something. Like that, or, like, or download. Can we get back to Yo Magic? What's going yeah. on there? So I I don't know. This one sort of confused me a little bit because um, I didn't know if it was a way of showing that um, that the townspeople are slowly dying because they're not eating because the, mm. the magic is killing them.
1: Oh, wow. Um,
2: Which I thought was interesting and sort of ties into the vision being like you have to help these people um, when he gets past the bubble. And maybe that's where we'll turn and the Scarlet Witch will be like, I have to stop doing this. I'm killing this town of people. Um, Either that or maybe the magic is is killing the Scarlet Witch. And that's Mm. maybe about a reference to her past or something. And we're going to find out that it's related to her powering up in this show.
1: Uh, It was just weird how the shark uh, was like, I remember hunger. Like, he's always full? Like, what, mm-hmm. what is that about? Like, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever
0: yeah. is going on there, I thought it was great to get a claymation episode. I thought that was a claymation
1: commercial. I thought that was really
2: a fun thing. Do you think do it's, you it's a tease
1: this. for a full claymation episode? Oh, that would be great. I'd oh, be yes, Definitely. Well, <laughs> well, what
0: we're if we're moving from the, t- to the 2000s to the 2010s, as we all know, the majority of sitcoms in the 2010s were claymation. And that was the popular form.
2: That's true. Uh, really, the, for, it started with the California Raisins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you don't know what that is, I guess Google it or don't just guess. <laughs> don't <laughs> or guess what into. it is. Yeah. Don't Google go. it.
0: It actually also ended with the California
2: Raisins. That's absolutely right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, That's a little sitcom d- history for you all.
2: Do you think that um, they are going to push into 2010? sitcoms or are yeah, we done I, I with think
0: it? next episode is going to be the office style episode right with confessionals and things we've seen there's been footage in the trailers of Wanda talking directly to camera so I do think we're going to get that but that's going to be kind oh, of wow. the final iteration of sitcom you mean we're going to
1: skip past friends like no central perk nothing
0: well and let me what just what say is it. different about friends
2: than any of I don't know. Wow, what an indictment of Friends from That's Alex. Really, yeah. He I hates the Friends.
1: friends. That guy hates Friends.
2: You didn't watch all of Friends? Wow. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Did you even get
1: Justin's reference for Who you are? I, could <laughs> it
2: be any
0: more obvious? Oh, wow.
1: How <laughs> no. did you do that? How did you do that? You've never even he gets seen the show.
0: He gets it. Listen, I've watched two shows. Uh, friends, just the first season and California Raisins, and that's it. Mm, but great. I
2: think I get a sense of what's going on here. Yeah, you understand television. Uh, let me ask you this. Are we going to get a Two Broke Girls reference? Oh. That, I, I, I know we were a
0: little off on the end of the episode towards the beginning of this podcast here, but I love the ending here. I thought... Wanda expanding the hex really amped up the danger. I thought seeing everybody turn into a carnival, that's something that we haven't seen on the show yet. What happens when the hex wall comes over people? I thought that sequence was awesomely done, and having everybody switch over to just doing the miming and everything was great. And getting to see... Pete, I feel like you asked for this last episode. You were bummed that we weren't going to see cat Dennings in sitcom land. It was... A very obvious way to set it up there by having her handcuffed to the truck and left and everything, but it's still fun. It's a good setup, and getting her thrown in there is the
1: delightful. I'm excited to see what happens. Was with that. hysterical. Yeah. And when Kat, she goes oh, and then goes fudge because she was being. <laughs> that was really fun.
2: And Kat Dennings, I feel like for whatever it is, she exists sort of outside of all <laughs> realms because uh, th- she had to do some very like. She to do some hacking lines. She was doing a lot of talking to herself, like "I got you now, Hayward." Some <laughs> yeah. like, like very like melodramatic stuff that usually you're like, "This is lame," but for whatever reason, she just she, her line delivery like somehow works.
1: It really got, like, does. It's uh, it's great. It's also very funny because she was on Kimmel talking about like how like she didn't even know about that brother reveal until the last second. Like they. Had them covered in shroud and then moved down to set. So, like, a shroud. Yeah. Oh so, gosh. like, very interesting how we're in the dark. The actors are in the dark till the last second. It's, uh, it's, Pete, scary. this
2: is, I'm uh, speaking of Scary and unsettled. Did you do some sort of research for this podcast? Uh, because you watched another <laughs> thing about it and, like, p- provided that information
1: for the rest of us to know something. <laughs> Yeah, things are weird, man. This is a new world. A couple of other things outside of the hex just to wrap up that
0: area before we move back inside, because there's lots of comic book stuff we could talk through there that we've already touched on. But we don't find out who Monica's contact is, but Mm. I do feel more confident after this episode that we're actually going to see whoever it is. So any further feelings on that? I I feel like the Reed Richards thing is definitely gained speed on the Internet,
1: but I don't know how likely that necessarily is. No, I because don't – go ahead. If for Reed, you could just like show a bendy arm. You know what I mean? Like just an arm <laughs> reaching holding off Holding a cell phone. <laughs> be like, hey, don't worry. I'll be right here. You know? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, really easy to do. No, I don't think – I don't think it can be a, a, a heavy hitter. We are going to get – or a, a new heavy hitter. I, I think it's going to be a, a callback to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think it is going to be like – I don't know which one, but it's an MCU – a character from the MCU that we've already met is what I think. And it's going to be someone that helps her out in some way, uh, but doesn't go fight with her.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be a quick show up. I I felt a little more confident this episode on it being Talos, Ben Mendelsohn's character from Captain Marvel, because they keep dropping Captain Marvel references. They 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 sure do. He could be a aerospace engineer. And she had a good good relationship with him as a child in Captain Marvel in the movie. That
1: douchey guy was like, Hey, Rambo, I've seen Captain Marvel. <laughs> he meant they the movie. have. Well, yeah, that's the yeah.
0: thing. If you're in the, the MCU world, you got to go see all the movies. So you know everybody what everybody's talking about
2: in the theater yeah. opening mm-hmm. weekend. So yes, and buy, yeah. you have to buy the big popcorn if you right. really live in the MCU. And
0: now <laughs> it's even worse on the MCU. In the MCU world, they got to wake up. At 3 a.m. and watch their own show. Otherwise, they're going to be spoiled on Twitter later on that day. No
2: one would do that. Really? That's crazy. (laughs) Uh, But uh, what was I going to say? Um,
1: Something about water balloons?
2: uh, Yeah. I was going to like, I got to get my water balloons filled with shaving cream going right now. Yeah, you got to be ready for Halloween, man. Um, You don't think it's going to be actual Captain Marvel? You think Talos is a more...
0: Yeah, I still think it feels like Monica has something weird about Captain Marvel. There's another mention there. There's that showdown with Hayward that she has right before they're kicked out of S.W.O.R.D. where Hayward just drops, I'm glad your mother died, or whatever that
1: line yeah, is. Yeah, yo, that was like, messed I'm, up. How I'm did glad nobody you were, punch him? How I'm glad did, you weren't w- here. room full of people, nobody punches him in the face for saying that? Yeah. But
0: he mentions Captain Marvel and they cut to Monica and there's a little micro expression that she has. Yeah. So again, I think there's some bad blood there or something like that. And we don't know exactly what it is yet. Uh, a couple of other quick little things to throw out cataract. So when Darcy is searching, she finds the secret file. It's called cataract. She sends it to Jimmy Woo. I did a big search while she's putting in the, Emails, you see James D. Gold, James J. Alexander, and James X. Sackler-ND show up when she's searching for Jimmy Ruiz's email is address. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me actually finish this thought. Uh, When she's searching for Jimmy Woo's address, she sends him the file on Cataract. So presumably next episode, since they're outside the hex, probably they're going to get that. James J. Alexander is a VFX producer for Marvel. So I think that's the only real Easter egg there. But what do you think Cataract is? What's going on?
1: Well, I think this is a smart way to have shows talk about Cataracts because it affects so many people. And if we're not talking about it, you know, you know, you might have the symptoms and not even realize it. So Mm -hmm. I like this, like a nod to the old G.I. Joe, like, you know, kind of like a lesson at the end of a PSA. Yeah. 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 You know, I think it was seamlessly introduced. And I I really I think it's important to kind of make sure people are aware.
2: Well, let me throw this out to you. cataract obviously an eye something that uh flicks your eye in the flashback to sokovia we quicksilver had an eye patch
1: mm-hmm. in the
2: at the beginning of the episode i feel like quicksilver we'll talk about this a little bit i feel like quicksilver is maybe the villain um sort of in disguise as her brother is there a uh, and a one-eyed villain that is somehow maybe at play here. Can I throw something else
0: out at you with that yes. flashback? So, first of all, love that. Just classic yeah. sitcom yeah. flashback, exactly. really well done. I, I do mean, think they were dressed up as Black Widow and Nick Fury. I think that's what was going on there. That's what I, mean. I thought, yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's what was going on. She had, like, even Ed Teda as some sort of weird bug thing, and she had the Natasha hair. Uh, so, I think that's what was going on there. I think if anything, the eye can refer to the fact that every single credits sequence so far has zoomed into vision's eye. We've Mm. had that, like that is a repeated riff right at the end of the episode in the credits. We go directly into a shot of vision from the episode into his eye. Clearly Hayward is very interested in vision. He's tracking him inside of the hex. He seemed to be potentially experimenting on his body back at sword. So if anything, I think cataract probably has something to do with vision yeah, Not necessarily anything else. I don't know.
1: Well, I want to talk about in that flashback, that lady was giving away full-size fish. Not the mm. small fish. That was full-size fish she was giving away. Mm. I mean,
2: that's, uh, that's a great I, house to go. I always to. hated going trick-or-treating and just getting a bunch of minnows. You always yeah. got to go to the house with the big fish. The yeah, I'll fish. tell you what, one of, fish, of the
0: weirdest Halloween experiences I ever had with my kids was we went to a house that was giving away celery, and they loved it. <laughs> They kept you asking for something? celery for, like, weeks afterwards. It was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. That's real? This is a 100% real story.
1: Why would yeah. you eat celery from a stranger's house, man? That seems so creepy. I don't know. Just It oh wasn't the, this past Halloween. Oh God, that's fine. <laughs> we just went around in COVID
2: oh, that, times oh. and were like, give us celery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the one that's having a psychotic break, <laughs> yeah. not Pete. Wicked Wanda, man. Wicked Wanda. Naked <laughs> stalks of celery? Yeah, that was it.
1: No peanut butter No ants on the log? No ants on no, the log? Nothing?
2: No, not pre your kids
1: liked it? No, it wasn't
0: pre celery. What are you talking about <laughs>
2: like what the ones that go in the Just oh,
0: like a single
2: serve you pick up at a deli you're like hey
0: uh, give me a pack of smokes of one of the uh, single serve celeries please
2: yeah like the product I started uh, which is like gogur but for celery <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. speed is called Speedlery. I can't believe Pete, your kids you... <laughs> liked
0: it Pete, you always have that problem with opening up the celery package, right? So you gotta oh, love It's that. So hard, it's so. Hard. Can we uh, Pete, get inside of the hex because there's so much stuff to talk about? And we. Oh, really- just I real quick. Keep,
2: yeah. I, have to, I have to make a note to myself to when I br- open Pete's yogurt to so make sure I pre-open the celery and uh, <laughs> slice it up so that he can. Dip he it. can eat it. Yeah. yeah. Celery dippers. Really- mm, celery and yogurt. Who's my excited about
1: company. celery? What is wrong with your <laughs> children? What are you doing to your kids where they're excited about celery? I mean, they don't have breathing holes in their (laughs) rooms.
2: They've never tasted anything quite so interesting as a one stalk of celery. (laughs) Lots of stuff going on here. Love the dynamic
0: with the whole family. I thought this was super fun. Also, as we talked about in the last episode, people aren't being very secret with their powers anymore. Like if you're going to talk about like the lid, pop it off. Speed, Wiccan uh, For those who don't know, for those who are new to the comics Billy and Tommy Are Wiccan and Speed Don't I got flex because
1: right. you remembered it right? No,
0: I'm,
2: I have it Written down here so I actually don't forget now, when, you get, when you advance into older age, remembering anything is a flash. <laughs> Here's the problem. In the comics,
0: there's Tommy and there's Teddy. And Teddy and Billy are boyfriends. And I constantly confuse the names Teddy and Tommy. And I'm sorry. They have the first same first letter, the same last letter, the same number of letters. Also, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> wow. that sounds like a whole lot of excuses. You know, what I mean? Yes. So in the comics, there are two parts of The Young Avengers. We talked about this a little bit last week as well. As we saw on the show, Tommy gets his speed powers. They're very like Quicksilver. He can move fast. Uh, He also has a very similar costume, though not exactly the same costume as Quicksilver. And Billy has kind of undefined powers. In the comics, he basically has to repeat things a bunch of times, and he can warp reality like how Wanda can do in the comics. We get things that I think are a little more in line with her MCU nature here, where he has seemingly a little bit of telepathy, He Mm -hmm. could definitely move things. We see blue come out of his head instead of red, like his mom. But I like this. I'm excited that they're pulling off their powers already.
2: Yeah, it's exciting because this is a thing for sure now. Like, eventually we're going to get, like we talked about this, I think we're going to get the Young Avengers. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's, I don't know what capacity they will be in.
1: I'm really worried about if they leave the bubble, if the kids can leave and if they do leave, like what that does to them. Because in this episode, they're talking about how people's cell structure changes if you go in and out. Oh, yes. But if you're born in there, like wh- wh- what does that mean for I, you I trying do to do I think there's something to, the to be
0: said way? for the fact that they seem to be aware and able to control the narrative in a very similar to way to how Nwanda is. I think that's the purpose of them doing the direct-to-camera throughout this episode. It's not just the sitcom trope. It's also the fact that, like like we see, Billy can see outside the dome. He sees what's going on with Vision. I don't... He sees what's going on with Vision. He understands there. So... Yeah, I think that's the question. I think they need to get to a certain age where they can venture outside the hex because that's kind of probably the whole point of this, as they told us from the very beginning. Exactly. What? Yeah.
1: I don't for remember the, the beginning of the show where they said, listen, the whole point of this thing is we've got to age up some kids so they'll be okay to live outside of this bubble. <laughs> for the created. children,
0: for the children, for the children. It's all for the children. They told us that in the third episode where they yeah. also said, you got to tell people what the magic trick
2: is. Now, in light of it, because we, we speculated that Agnes was the one driving a lot of this taking care of the kids stuff, and then in this episode, we see Agnes, and she is fully under the hex. She um, Vision breaks her out of it briefly, and she's acting like just another scared person. Do you think, my theory is that she was doing that to try to push Vision even harder. Um, so that was a little bit of play acting there. I'm, yeah, I'm back on the
0: Agnes beat as of this episode because versus the creepy lady that Pete called out earlier, everybody else seems to be frozen in a very specific way where they really cannot move. The lady is crying and she's not moving. But when we
2: cut in on Agnes in the car, it's such a little thing, yeah. but she's breathing. And we saw that little, there's a little movement that I thought was like, yeah. oh, they that's a purposeful thing. Mm-hmm. So whatever she is doing, she's dressed as a
0: witch, which just doubles down on the idea that she is Agatha Harkness in some form from the comics and is a witch. Certainly that might tie into the yo magic thing in some way, potentially, because Scarlet Witch's powers aren't exactly magic, they're science-based. Well, I
1: think wait, back up for a second. First of all, yogurt is magic, so Mm -hmm. I mean like, that's Mm -hmm. what that is. How do they even make
2: it? Nobody knows. Exactly. It's like milk, but hard. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And not, not too hard, mm-hmm. but like harder. If you
0: translate yogurt from the native Sokovian, it means hard milk. Mm. Whoa. Uh, so, yes, I agree with you, Justin. <laughs> I think Agnes was pushing vision in some way. I think she was aware the entire time, even when he did the Mindstone touch on her head. What her purpose is, what she's trying to do, I'm not 100% sure. But it might just be what happens at the end of the episode set up a situation where the hex gets expanded.
2: Well, and it feels like she's been pushing Scarlet Witch to, uh, like, to sort of break through whatever this is. So I think she's seeking some sort of end to the Hex, and maybe that's to then take control of the children. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and she's is, is she doing it for the children because does she care about them or is she trying to use them as a weapon? I guess it goes to, like, is she a good guy or a mm-hmm. bad guy at the end of the day? I don't know.
0: I wonder, because this show has, this is complete raw speculation that I'm just thinking about right now, but given that the show is really doubling down on trauma and that that is the whole point here, that Wanda dealt with the death of Vision and many, many other people throughout her life, that we're getting that from Monica, who very explicitly says, I know what Wanda went through and is relating back there. It certainly seems like I think we talked about this the last episode that Agnes went through some trauma herself. She has, there's the moment when Billy and Tommy looking at my notes here uh, say, why don't you just bring Sparky back to life? And Agnes starts crying and says, you can do that. I wonder if her kids died. Like, I wonder if there was some sort of deal of she is manipulating Wanda saying, I can bring vision back and in return, I get these kids, you know, whether Wanda knows that or not, whether she said that out
2: loud, she's trying to make new children for herself. That's interesting. That sort of goes to, um, Pietro mentions the kids when he's talking to Wanda late in the episode, like where'd all these kids come from, these kids, so.
1: Yeah, so, well, first off, I want to say, like, I understand what you're saying about Agnes, but she was kind of stuck on the edge of town, you know? So maybe she was trying to kind of, like, drive out, you know, like the doctor was before. And then they both, when they got to the edge of town, kind of had this thing of like nobody escapes. So I I kind of feel like she was trying to escape a little bit. Or, you know those drives you take where you just kind of stop at a stop sign or a stoplight and you just start crying and you just kind of question your life and what's going on and what are we all doing here and then are we in some like fish tank of life? Like but I think that when the kids thing is like, cause all of a sudden kids <laughs> appeared in this episode and the kind of like Quicksilver sit down with Wanda where he's like, Hey, I'm fuzzy on the details, but like, you know, what's going on. Right. And how did this all start? And she's like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it goes back and forth because Quicksilver seems like, He's the fun Quicksilver we know, but then when we see him with the bullet holes and stuff, it's like, it really just, it's less fun. Yeah. It's very less fun. And it's also like, wait, which is this actually the Quicksilver? This also might
0: just be Evan Peters acting, but there's much more of an edge to him than Aaron Taylor Johnson had in his performance. It feels like there's something more going on there. I'm still not convinced this is Pietro from another universe or anything like that. Um, I don't know. Uh, They seem to strongly imply this episode that this is Pietro's reanimated body, but similar to how there's that weird moment where Vision doesn't know that he was Avenger and there seems to be gaps in his memory and he died, same as there's gaps and things that are different and changed in Pietro's memory. So I guess what I'm saying is I think it could go either way at this point. It could, I guess, be Pietro from another universe, though I'm not convinced. It also could be something that was... Created out of thin air in a way, uh, similar to how Vision's body was reconstituted, but maybe his mind wasn't exactly. I'm not 100% sure,
2: but we'll These, these are all great points. Do you remember when Pete said he just goes for drives and cries at Southside? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't know about you, but my mind
0: immediately went to him sitting there listening to Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Yogurt just poured down <laughs> the front of his shirt. His trunk full of celery.
2: <laughs> Stocked. If you, someone imagine if someone a friend of yours was like, "Oh, look at all this celery I bought," you would be like, "This person's lost it." <laughs> you don't ever need more than one package of celery for if any- that. I. It's always at the bottom how of many, my fridge. How many chicken pot pies are you making? I'm having one Bloody Mary, and the rest goes straight in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the on the Pietro tip, uh, I feel like he's. If there is a villain in this show, I think he is the villain who is dressing up like Pietro, and I, I think he's working with the Agnes character. Mm-hmm. Like they got Agnes's job up until this episode was to be with Wanda and to um, sort of watch her, push her, mind the kids, and then I think her job because Pietro was there doing that. Agnes then switches he, to pushing Vision further. <coughs>
1: further he also through the didn't story. answer the question; he just deflected it. She asked him a very specific question, he was like, You're testing me and didn't answer the question. And she's clearly
2: suspicious of him. mm -hmm. Like she she's asking him questions. Yeah. So she knows, I think subconsciously that this isn't Quicksilver, but it's playing on the same thing, the 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 trauma and the the nostalgia, quote-unquote nostalgia factor that she's, this caused her to create this hex anyway, in the beginning. Like, she needs to see Vision. She wanted to have a family. She wants her brother to be there. So they're taking advantage of what they know about her to serve their ends, whatever that is. Yeah,
0: I think that seems fair. Uh, What other things? There's a bunch of different Easter eggs and little things that I wrote down, but were there any other big scenes you guys wanted to talk about that jumped out at
1: you? It's just weird that in Sokovia, there uh, you know they said to their parents, "I want to dress up like Nick Fury and Black Widow." Parents had to be like, "Who and what?" Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't make sense with this timeline. Yeah, what are you yeah.
2: doing? Her parents are very aware. Well, I won one Halloween when is Lowell from the TV show Wings, so <laughs> I can understand why that, like no one would know what that
1: costume is. How yeah, old Tom, you? And What Haynes were your shirt? parents saying? Uh, yeah.
2: They're like, this kid loves wings.
1: (laughs)
0: Great show. I'll just run through a couple of things that I wrote down. Uh, We mentioned this earlier, but Pietro gets the classic Quicksilver costume down to the hair, which I thought was super fun. Very fun. Really enjoyed that. Uh, Also, this was a weird thing, but just because I was like still framing things and trying to find Easter eggs, there's a brand in there. Maple Hill Milk is what they're using, which is actually Mm -hmm. a modern milk brand. So that was just mm. a little anachronism thing. I don't think it was a clue. I was like, Maple Hill, Barvel, what is this a reference to?
2: It just wow, it. way to keep your eye on the milks. Mm-hmm. Or as we call it, soft milk, as opposed to yogurt, which is hard milk. Thank you. Uh,
0: another thing that was harder to catch in the opening credits, Vision is reading a newspaper. And on the back page, it looks like there's an ad that just says Westview. There's an alien spaceship, a classic saucer, flying saucer over there. And it seems to be like... Uh, I don't know, tractor beaming a TV or something. It was a little hard to see, but that was a little mm. bit of weirdness. Uh, I also, another thing that I don't think means much of anything, but Pietro has a tattoo that says mom on one shoulder. I saw that. Uh fun little, very meta reference. When they're at the town square Halloween scare fest, Pietro says something to her. He runs away. He says, kick ass. And she says, Kick ass which is a reference to the fact that both Evan Peters and Aaron Taylor Johnson were in kick-ass together.
1: Oh, mm, so there you go. Nice. C- cute little thing.
0: Uh, another thing on the marquee in the movie theater, the town is showing the Incredibles and the Parrot trap, both Disney movies, both from different time periods that don't necessarily match the two thousands. No, but <laughs> excuse me. Both of them make a lot of sense. Parrot Trap, Twins, Incredibles, super-powered family. I think that was pretty mm-hmm. much all that was going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think that was it. I wrote down the names of Ellis Avenue and Rolling Hill Drive, but I think those are just street names.
2: Yeah, I was like, ooh, what's that a clue for? And then I was like, oh, it's just what Wanda said one scene ago. Don't go past Ellis Ad." <laughs> yeah. I do love that, though. I know there's a lot of people that are like,
0: oh, stop looking into Easter eggs, stop talking to theories. But I think that's fun to look at these things, figure them out. Some of them mean things, some of them don't. But that's a credit to the show for just packing everything so tightly in there, like celery <laughs> in a trunk.
2: Exactly. Perfectly packed. Uh, the, the beauty of Easter eggs is sometimes they're about a deep reference to the original source material. And sometimes it's an Easter egg for um, the, the story itself, also known as a plot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did really like uh, the line where she was like, hey, it's the guy who was almost killed by his own murder squad. I thought that was a really funny line.
2: Yeah, they're pretty nasty to, uh, to Hayward in a way. He deserves where, it, okay? Of course, yes. But I'm saying then they, they fight their own soldiers. They're going to get in trouble.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. They're so. They got to follow be. the rules. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I, I, we didn't talk really talk about uh, Monica's blood work. Mm-hmm. Um, she's getting her photon powers, basically. Yes.
0: Yeah. I guess the question is is she going to get the powers now, or does she have to go
2: through the hex one more time for it to really seal the deal? I um, think one more time, and I, th- my guess would be she's going to do it purposefully and maybe be aware. Like, that's a great fight starter move mm-hmm. to step through the portal and be like,
1: yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. Um, what I'm worried about is next episode, there's going to be a lot of mimes. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. That's I don't bad. want a mime episode.
2: Too many mimes. Yeah. If you got pushed into the hex, what do you think you'd become? Obviously, those soldiers all became clowns and mimes. A lot of the buildings became other buildings. Right. Yeah, the uh, truck became a funnel cake truck.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pete, the do cars- you think you would also become a funnel cake truck? Well, hang on a second. What was nice was it went from, like, new cars to, like, old-timey cool cars in the the used car lot, which I was like, oh, wait, let's just hold here and uh, admire all these nice old cars here before we move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody at Westview starts chanting, for Pete... For Pete,
0: for Pete, <laughs> all for Pete. <laughs> more cars, <laughs> more cars.
1: Before we start to wrap up here. What... Wait, wait.
0: Okay. Yes, go ahead, Pete. What
1: is The it? the line where uh Pietro was like, hey, what are you worried about? It's not like he could get more dead. You know, I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, dude. Like, I know, well, you know, brothers and sisters uh fight and stuff, but that was below the belt for sure. What of the...
0: I have two quick thoughts there. One is, I think that ties into what we're saying about Pietro, that there's an edge to him, that he is pushing in Wanda in some way. He's pushing the narratives in some way in a very aggressive nature and in a very negative nature. But the other thing is this really reminded me how caustic a lot of sitcoms of that time were, which, frankly, Mm. I did not watch because I was like, I don't like watching
1: people be mean to each other. This is not fun. They were mean. That's too. why you only went one season in Friends because they got real mean. After. I was like, these people aren't friends. What's <laughs> happening here?
2: This show should be called Enemies. Um, in Malcolm in the Middle, they were so mean to Brian Cranston that that's why he became um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. There's a
0: yeah. whole theory about that.
2: Yeah. Um, the, uh, but I, let's let's d- dip into speculation. If Quicksilver is the villain, what villain are we looking at here? Because this was, he was being so to what you're talking about, so blunt. He was like using a taking a hammer to Wanda to try to shatter her uh, control of the hex. It felt like by calling out how Vision is dead and all that. It was really ramped up in this episode. But he seems like a villain who is not smart, mm-hmm. but doing a doing a. It job.
1: almost felt like a henchman rather than like a full on villain. You know? Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. that's my take. I
0: think. There's been a lot of speculation about him being Mephisto, who's a devil-ish oh, don't character say from that the name. comic books. Hold on, this is an entirely different discussion. But I don't think they're going to go there. I don't think they're going to reveal some surprise villain. We, I believe, we were actually talking about this on the Patreon Slack a little bit. Patreon.com/slash comic book club. Oh, no, there's Christ. been a lot of good theories in the Marvel Vision mm-hmm. room. It's been fun, sure, but sure, I, yeah. I think whoever the villain is. Whatever they are, I feel like at this point it has to be something that was already introduced in the series or mentioned to the series. We've mentioned Hydra. We've mentioned S.W.O.R.D. We've mentioned Hayward. Agnes has been in the mix. Now Pietro is in the mix. But I don't think suddenly Pietro is going to be like, and I am Mephisto.
1: Because we haven't had any setup for that. Because we had S.W.O.R.D. and Skrulls together. Like nobody's talking about Skrulls right now. Nobody's talking about Skrulls right now. (laughs) Scrolls are like, why is nobody talking about us? Well, yeah, I mean, we're it pretty could cool. come.
0: It could I, be I, like a... Th- w- hold on. All I was going to say is I was going to agree with you, Pete, that I do feel like we've got Agnes. My card theory is Agnes at the top, Pietro, Hugh as her lieutenants. Everybody else got of trapped in this hex.
2: But that to me feels like they are some sort of henchman, like what's a supervillain group or... Uh, because to uh, sort of... Against your point of introducing a new villain yeah. I agree with you they're not going to introduce Like a big new villain but they are Going to have to explain who Agnes Is at some point point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Going to be someone is what we assume is Agatha Harkness I feel like it, Pietro might be Grim Reaper Whoa um, Because uh, uh, I, it makes sense to introduce A low level vil- villain that they don't have To explain much about that he's just Some like bad villain Who has a connection to one. To oh,
1: that guy? Ah oh, it's just the Grim Reaper <laughs> no need to go and do that yeah. more. Moving no on. Questions. No, I, I think you're right,
0: Justin. I mean, I can see a scenario where they reveal he was the guy in witness protection. His yeah. name is X. He His alias was the Grim Reaper. And he gets brought back to life through this hex power or something. That, that would and sense. he
2: could be killed again without yes. a lot of big ramifications. And that may be what... Because I think Wanda will eventually become a hero of some sort. Well, either she'll become a hero and... Be, go back to uh, some sort of status quo, or she will become the villain going forward into the. Do you movie? think? Yes. I mean, just to throw and it
0: out, I think she could either die a hero or live long enough to see herself become a.
2: Wow! Villain.
1: Boo! Yeah. That's and something I just not, came
2: up with. Yeah, Love. wow, that's really but, smart. I yeah, was raised in the
1: dark. I don't know why you would need to say that part. Do you feel like you're in charge? <laughs> <laughs> I think what she's going to do is she's going to have an army of mimes at her disposal, and things mm. are going to get real weird. army of mimes you would never hear
0: them coming (laughs) let's wrap this up by saying what is on our vision
2: board for the next episode Justin why don't you go first what's on your vision board Uh, for the next episode we have to get a reveal in here Um, we have three episodes left um, so I think we're going to get a big one um, in this next episode probably what Agnes and Pietro if they are working together as some sort of Team or villain group of villains, what they're up to, what their goals are, and uh, and who they are.
1: Yeah, um, on my vision board, we've got to release the town people. Okay, the stuck people that are crying is too much to take. Okay, we've got to release the people. Okay, uh, it's, it's too much. Great, I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> My main thing, I, this is such a small thing and it's not really going to be that important, but I just want to find out who the aerospace engineer is next episode. I think that's a fun, easy mystery that they can solve. It'll be a fun reveal, whoever it is, whether it's somebody we already
2: know or somebody new. And I, think it's I'm check out. I think it's Captain Marvel. I think it's Captain Marvel. I think Marvel? it's Captain Marvel. Silver Surfer. Mm hmm. Yep, definitely the, the Silver Surfer uh, Maybe Galactus, the cloud oh, From the Whoa, first Fantastic movie Or maybe it's Nick Nolte cloud From the Ang Lee Hulk movie Oh, what no. if it's two clouds and the clouds don't like each other And they fight, and they cloud
1: fight oh, oh man, that's my favorite thing Imagine two clouds cloud
2: fight. Clouds fighting clouds, how would you know what was happening? Yeah. Wait, did you say clouds or clouds? Clown clouds <laughs> <laughs> Oh what boy! It's clouds that look like clowns or clowns that look like clouds? Each one is equally scary. Wow. If you'd
0: like to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast on YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to talk to you about Wad Division. iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show, Marvel Vision Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, comicbookclublive.com. For this podcast and many more. Until next time,
2: don't forget to wake and wonder. Honestly, I think I'm the one who's losing it. I need to poke some air holes into my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs>